Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 484 for December 1st, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Adriel. I'm another host, Kyle. And uh, Mo is trying to convince the pigeons that are uh, relaying his internet to go faster. Yeah. Uh, we may see him, depending if you can get those pigeons going or not. And Kelly is uh, out on assignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't we start with things off with uh, what we did in guns? Um Kyle, do you want to take us through what you did in guns this week? Sure, because it's not much. <laughs> uh, hunting season is officially over. and Well, unless you had a draw for late December, which I got looking, and the draws I was looking at are actually sold out, which was funny because there was a lot of tags on there. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I've actually been doing the... Uh, sacrilege thing and going through looking at firearms to sell i posted up my wk for for sale and uh that's actually interesting because good uh psa for people who might be looking to sell guns Mm -hmm. do your due diligence because i got one reply offer yep cash today i told them okay cool uh send your pal date of birth email all that stuff and then it was crickets So now, I messaged that... them back later on, and like this was on gun post, so they tell you when they've read the message. But uh, I went back later on, like late last night, and said, okay, so I'm guessing that the lack of response was because you don't have a pal? You know, let me know. But, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it was a lack of a pal or someone who didn't want the tracking. Yeah, it could be that. But it... while I'm against that, there's no... There's no firearm attached to it, and it doesn't mean the sale actually went through. Correct, but, but I get I know, get people's yeah. Uh, yeah trepidation around the the tracking. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, just going through looking at stuff to potentially sell because, uh, well, uh, as Mark Plant is saying here, he's asking why I'm I'm selling the WK. Uh, there's a couple reasons. One of them being that, uh, if I'm not going to be able to use it, I don't want to be stuck with it in the bag. I have a couple other rifles that I'd prefer to be sitting there collecting dust in a ban or whatever. So if I can make a few dollars off of it, then cool. Helps me out right now. And it is, as far as Mark, it is a gen one and I've shown it on the show. It's pretty updated, has all the required parts to actually make them fairly reliable depending on the mag you use which that's just all of them like that mm-hmm. but uh yeah and yeah, trigger, trigger like I, yeah i put the uh I, I wasn't putting the uh calvin elite with it but i had one of the uh, ar competition timney triggers sitting here so it's still a nice short reset three pound trigger pull so it's not the pound and a half 
but <laughs> still a nice trigger and a lot better than what was in it factory. Yeah, other than that, that's, uh, yeah, we're butchering up a deer, buddy's deer on Saturday, and I actually have a deer in the freezer that I was planning on making sausage, so Saturday we're going to go butcher a deer and make a ton of sausage. So It's the only way to do it, it's just yeah. like batch it, do like 40 pounds, 50 pounds, and then yeah. just like, just work. Oh yeah, it'll be, a, it'll be a fun day, yeah, we'll have two deer worth of meat for sausage, and he's picking up a bunch of pork so we're gonna make some pork sausage and mix the pork in with the with the deer so they'll be they'll be good they'll be really good but uh yeah uh looks like mo's got uh, the pigeons cooperating so mo what did you do in guns uh, and i'm another host mo am i too late for that part <laughs> no yes Okay. Uh, sorry about that, guys. I'm now standing on the roof uh, holding a coat, uh, coat antenna. Um, so I went to my local matches, uh, my local ranges match this weekend on the Friday. Uh, I helped with the build, which I usually do. And, uh, and then there's always a couple of Friday squads that shoot. So I stuck around to help patch and reset for that match. Uh, and then I went back on Saturday uh, to shoot in the afternoon. It went okay. It was, uh, it was five stages. Uh, there was one stage yet. It was interesting because one stage they had set up that were, they were single shots and they were, they used small, the, the mini ipsic targets and they spelled the word ipsic so uh so that was interesting uh another stage was they had done um something i hadn't done before well not in one stage there was uh you had to you could start you had to shoot single hand in one section freestyle in another and then uh we can in the other so I had never done that in, in one single stage. I had done separate, but uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, that was, uh, that was really it. I, then I stuck around to help the, to help the teardown. And um, then what did I do this week? I, I did some more dry fire practice. Um, I've been moving my targets around and stuff. I've been trying to focus on, I, I guess I've been over-focusing on grip. Even my friend Louie noticed that like my shoulders were pretty tense. So I'm focusing on grip and then over-tensing on the shoulders. So now I'm trying to balance uh, a good grip, keeping it in the wrists and forearms and not so much in the shoulders. Did How did that he bring it up? Sense. Did he come over to you and say like, oh, Mo, you look really tense there. Do you want a little yeah. massage on the shoulder? Yeah, there? no, but he, but he always thinks I look <laughs> tense, which I actually do. I think I'm, I'm way too intense when it comes to that stuff. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I've been really trying to focus on keeping my grip because I think it is working, but then, but then yeah, if I'm tightening my shoulders then that part, yeah. that part is definitely not good. Um, yeah. I noticed it's amazing. That, it's amazing sure, the difference when you relax your shoulders, how much of a difference that makes. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Because then even in like dry fire, I noticed that when my shoulders are tense, I, I tend to go past the targets, right? So that you got that little <laughs> bit of drift past, and then you then you bring it back. So you're obviously wasting time doing that. And where I'm relaxed, I just kind of get, you know, get in the center where I need to be. Um, then I did some, uh, we've been doing a lot of, there's been a lot of stages where you're, we're starting like empty. So uh, gun unloaded either, 
in the holster or on a on a table or barrel, right? And then obviously you're you're, you're you know drawing or picking up and and charging. Uh, so I've been I practice kind of like doing that and stuff with a you know with my dummy rounds and stuff. Um, so I've been working on that and been I spent uh, I'm still on the lookout for more nine mil ammo. Uh, there was uh, I forget what store it was that had uh, they had done. 3,000 rounds and it was it worked out to about I guess 360 a case but then they sold out so I have to keep an eye on on uh, on that for for future for future buys um that's really uh I have another I have another match coming up this this weekend and uh that's it for me how about you Adriel Oh, a couple things. Let's see. I went to the range. It was a very Soviet uh, range visit. I took out the uh, SKS SVT-40 and my Soviet over-under. Soviet under, uh, over-under? Excellent. Great at bit breaking clays. Love it. Getting used to like the double trigger on there. Uh, A couple times I expected it to just like fire again when I pull that one trigger and it doesn't. You have to go to the back one there. Oh, uh, that's got the double trigger. mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, it was good. Other than the forend cracked and the pin that was holding it together started walking out of the forend. Oh. So when I got back to my place, I re-glued it and then clamped it and pounded that pin back in. And I don't know if it'll hold it together or not. It's, uh, <laughs> it was an inexpensive over-under, we'll say that. I think it was like yeah. <laughs> 300 bucks, maybe under 300 bucks. Yeah. I didn't recall something around there, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fun, though. And then the SKS and the SVT forty. So my SKS has tech sights on it. Those uh, that like ghost or peep at the back and uh, front post is like a fine front post on the front because I've uh, changed it out. So okay. super duper accurate, really nice. The SVT forty. I haven't shot that thing in like a long time. It is so nice to shoot. I would say it has less recoil than the SKS. It's really? so flat. It's so flat. Like it's got a big bad muzzle break on it. I got a six kill, <laughs> so it's like it's it's got a big break on it. Um, but just like the, like I've got it, uh, you can tune the gas, t- uh, port as well. It's got like four positions on it and I've got it. So like the empty just comes dribbling out the side. So nice. there's no, like, it's not <laughs> hammering back and, uh, oh my God, it was so flat. You could get double taps out of that thing so quick. Nice. Whereas the SKS like flies, like it, it rocks back pretty good compared to the SVT, which, uh, which is surprising because the SVT uses like a much bigger, more powerful cartridge. Uh, so anyways, I did that when hunting, uh, I brought out my slug shotgun. I don't know where it is back there, but, uh, I've got a single shot slug shotgun with a red dot on it. Um, and I was at my brother's place and I was, I was primarily looking for deer. Uh, but he also said like, if I see any coyote, like I got to nail it cause they've been eating his cats and, uh, I just saw coyotes. So I, uh, I got a perfect shot on one. Oh, I saw it coming down. I was in a, a blind like a pop-up blind kind of a thing. I saw it coming down the trail. I'm like, is that a deer? Is that a coyote? Nope. Coyote. Perfect. Well, it'd be great if it stopped right there. Guess what? (laughs) Went right to where I needed to. And it stopped right there. I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) perfect. You have no excuses now. And yeah, I I hammered them pretty good with the slugs. So, uh, nice. That's the first time I've done that. Almost all my coyotes are like, I'm deer hunting and I shoot a coyote. because I'm just in the right place at the right time. I, I, but, uh, that was the first time I got one with a slug. Uh, 
I put out a video on the gun ban amendment. It's doing pretty good. It's, uh, it's getting some views. <laughs> getting a lot of comments. Oh, my God. It's over <laughs> a 1,000. My next most commented video has like 400 comments on it. But this one, it seems like everyone who watches it wants to like put their two cents yeah, in yeah. Comments on it. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people uh, calling uh, for it's communism and uh, we've got to separate and the U.S. should invade and that kind of thing. <laughs> have they been besmirching the name of our prime minister, possibly? And they have been talking about, you know, intercourse with him, I think. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> oh, they yeah. love him that much. Oh, okay. I think so. I think that's, that's, that's severe affection. <laughs> oh, so that's what the F word means? See, I don't Yeah, know yeah, I think so. Wow, I'm dumb. <laughs> I don't really think that's appropriate to put on a video, but yeah, that's what they've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got going. I'm going to go to a three gun annual meeting tonight. That's primarily to like figure out what to do for next year. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure if it's on the agenda, but I think like one of the things we should probably start thinking about is if this amendment goes through, like what, what do we do next? Because uh, uh, there's not really a good answer. There's not really a good answer afterwards. If you know what we need to develop. Through, what's that? You know, those uh, speed loader sticks for shotguns mm -hmm. that like Jerry Mitchell, use those for like for a lever action. Winchester 94s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, seriously? Oh, you just need to weld a ramp on the outside of it, like a chute to hold the the stick. Yeah. You could do that. You could do that. And you're gonna have <laughs> and you're gonna have these on your belt. Yeah. Well, yeah, you do it with the shotgun. They stick down your thigh and just grab a tube and it's like a quiver. <laughs> it's like a quiver of arrows, except yeah. they're shells. Like yeah. a quiver. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, I, don't, I hope uh, I don't go. That's what a lot of people have been saying, and it's like there's cowboy action for that. If you want to, if you want to shoot lever guns, there's cowboy action. You can't reload them. You can't reload them on the on the clock. So like, hopefully, whatever ammo's got in there is good enough. But like any reloads, there's just yeah. you can't do it. And that's really the problem with all the guns we're gonna have left. If they like, um, I went back and looked at C21, the the bit that went into effect, and they said the magazines bit that they're gonna do, the limiting to five rounds, that's OIC. Oh, so that's like any time. They're just fucked. Yeah. So oh, wow. the guys out there with like the Ruger Americans that run the AR mags, like, yeah, nope. okay. That's a great game. Like that is the gamer gun to run for, for three gun after this, or even like the Mavericks and that kind of thing. But if those mags go to five rounds, <laughs> <laughs> crack yeah. out the chest rigs. Cause oh. <laughs> you're going to need a lot of mags to get, well, uh, there, there's just not going to be any other option. We're not going to be able to do anything else. Right. No. They're like, I, I have a fair number of like mil serps back there. I, I don't think any of them are great for three gun. Uh, might be able to run an infield with five round because the stripper clips aren't bad on an infield. Maybe. Hmm. And it's got like at least a 10 round mag. Um, yeah. And it's not center fire. So I don't think they would cut that one down. I, I think it, the sport would just have to like fundamentally change. You'd have to go to rimfire or something like that. Something just completely different. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that fun is, uh, is tonight. Um, after that on Saturday, I'm going to go to the Stony Plain gun show. Uh, I'm going to run a booth for the CCFR, I think for Saturday afternoon there. Oh, yeah. And mm. yeah, maybe walk around. I should think about any like weird parts I need. And that's yeah. the place to get them. I yeah. need a screw for my Enfield. That's the place I'd like a, a weird four end one. And I couldn't get it from like Numrich because they didn't have it. They'll have it at that gun, at that gun show. It'll cost me like five bucks, but 
Who yeah. cares? You, you, you'll have your screw. <laughs> I need it. It's the last part I need. I was like, <laughs> I like, I was thinking about fabbing one up at this point. Cause I can like, I can cut the threads for it and, and whatnot. I'll just start with like a bigger screw and just whittle it down. But Jesus, I don't want to do that for one screw, <laughs> one screw on one of the things. The BCL yeah. Bison is the gamer gun. Uh, another one. Yeah. yeah. Um, that those one straight foot, those straight poles. Like, they, I've seen guys run them pretty well. The bison's not a straight pull. It's a turn oh, no. pull. No, but it's, it runs its own proprietary mags and those mags won't get affected with the wording that they have right now for, for magazines. Mm, okay. Yeah. Cause it's not, it's not, sem- is it semi-auto or is it just all long gun? I can't remember. Well, it's hard to say cause they got bolt actions. I can't remember on yeah, the yeah, magazine they, they... thing. Like, I, oh, I was I watching to... a little bit of it today and they were saying for what it was designed for initially like they're sticking with that but then there's they have that wording so screwed up and cartridge magazines that's what they call them blah 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 make it illegal legal limit update regulations on cartridge magazines jen is saying just semi-auto in the mag wording oh okay cartridge Mm. magazine uh semi-automatic yeah it's semi-automatic okay Okay. so the bcl bison will be the gamer gun then yeah with a proprietary Mm. mag yeah yep very much so because and it's a it's a nicely sized proprietary mag as well so you could run one of those for and you'd be able to shoot enough with one of those boy you'd get the barrel hot yeah (laughs) what kind of barrels does this thing take they take an air barrel they take something else i haven't even looked into them really Boy, if they took an AR barrel, I would look into getting one of those because I got some AR barrels that are really nice. Mm. Mm. I want to look into it. Wheels are spinning. Yeah. Well, that's actually a, a great comment, Mike, because, yeah, the uh, the mag, the mag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, yeah. Stony Plain Gun Show this weekend. I'll be there Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Why don't we get on to, let's see here. I think it's a Ruger Precision Prefit. Oh, it's a little bit too tight, isn't it? There we go. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. A Ruger Precision Prefit. It would be nicer if it would be an AR, because i got all these AR barrels that I wish I could do something with. Yeah. But it's not just semi-autos on the list. Mm-hmm. There are bolts and single shots. Yeah, but that's yeah. the list of, like, banned guns. That's not the yeah. list of, like, what they're going to do with mags. So if they do mags that are five-round max for all semi-autos, um, actually, I don't know. I wonder if they're going to do all semi-auto or all semi-auto center fire. They do well, all the semi-auto whole thing was supposed them. to be semi-auto center fire, but center obviously fire, that yeah. didn't <laughs> that didn't take yeah. effect. <laughs> yeah, they, they they've been picking some other stuff. If they just say all semi-auto and they don't put in this, the center fire in there, they're going to lose the next election because there's going to be a bunch of people who are pissed about having to chop their like tube mags on their old guns and whatnot. Yeah. Moving on, let's get into the uh, events, upcoming events. Um, we have the Stony Plain Gun Shows, December 3rd to 4th. I'll be there. That'll be on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Wapiti Shooters Club Turkey Shoot, December 10th. Do you got any more information on that, Hef? Uh, yeah, I think it's like 10 bucks. We're running it all day. So the range is open till from 11 to 5. Uh Odds are one in five because we're just going to load up the indoor shooting bench with people. 
with five people and shoot. They're just basically shooting for a poker hand, blind poker hand. And yeah, bring the kids out, everything, come out, win turkey for Christmas. Cool. Yeah. I'll be there all day, probably scoring poker hands or doing something. Family will be there all day too, probably. Nice, nice. All right. And getting into the new year, the Lloyd Minster gun show will be January 21st and 22nd. And the Ipsic World Shoot is wrapping up. Uh, hope the Canadian team had a great match. Who's hoping yeah. that? Well, I've just, yeah. I've been watching. I, I, I figured I'd add that in there because we didn't even mention that last week that everyone was going for the Ipsic World Shoot. But uh, looks like today was a lot of the shooters' last day. And looking at some of the results, Canada's not doing too bad. I think uh, we didn't mention it because we were jealous because they're all in Thailand and it's yeah. like five here. <laughs> yeah. My, that might have been it. Like, I know Corey. Corey's doing good. Like we got two open shooters, Tom Hess and Corey. Last I looked, Tom was in like 71st place overall and Corey was in 73rd. And there's over 1300 shooters at that match. Yeah. It's a, yeah. yeah. Big, big numbers of shooters from all over the world. Yeah. So, yeah, I know there's been some good performances from Canadian, like Canadians, like I know Corey, <clears throat> not everybody had shot it, but over a thousand, uh, people had actually shot the stage and he had the third best he was third on the stage so he, wow. he's, good. yeah good. he's been putting down some good stuff but uh, yeah good. I just figured we'd mention that oh, I'm just looking at the provisional results they're not ordered or anything like that are they no you got to go to uh, compet- the competitor app to uh, get him in order uh, and, and yeah. everything yeah uh, I don't want to do that just let us know next week how they did. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll give you a recap. Right. There we go. Uh, Jen found the exact wording on that magazine bit they're going to do. A firearm that is a rifle or shotgun that is capable of discharging centerfire ammo in a semi-auto manner, manner and designed to accept a detachable magazine with a capacity greater than cartridges of the type for which the firearm was originally designed. Is that for the firearm or is that for the magazine? Like that's for the magazine, right? Sorry, no, that's for the firearm. That's for the firearms they're banning. Yeah. Um. Anywho. Yeah. Let's get into the news. Uh, the first bit that, uh, well, actually, I'll cover this other one because it's just easier. Uh, Pierre Polyev said he's going to repeal C-21. Yeah. So all the gunnies, he said it. Leave him alone when election comes. So he's already he said it. Now he can yeah. just worry about the, winning the next the election. But people will want him to say it every single day and every tour stop. That's and, why yeah. I'm saying that what I'm yeah. saying right now. He he said it. <laughs> no, I know it. why you're saying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like why is he talking about the economy? Shouldn't he talk about guns? <laughs> no, we don't want that to be on the top. No, no, I know. I'm just I'm, I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this next one, I'm actually going to share my screen because I think it'll just make it a bit easier. This is from Saskatchewan. Uh, the province introduces the Saskatchewan Firearms Act to protect law-abiding firearms owners. Uh, so Saskatchewan's uh, putting this uh, this act in. With respect to recent changes by the federal government that impact lawful firearms owners, this will establish licensing requirements for businesses or individuals involved in firearms expropriation, 
require and oversee fair compensation for any firearms being seized, and require forensic and ballistic testing of seized firearms. And they're going to establish a provincial firearms regulatory system that will promote the safe and responsible use of firearms. I don't know what to make of this. Yeah. I mean, um, in one part, it sounds like they're trying to do what they have in the States where your firearms laws are decided by province and basically have their own firearms act. But then the other readings, that, like, though. Canada no. firearms law is federal. Yeah. Um, they're saying that fair compensation. So they're going to make sure that they get paid for and they're not just seized, I guess, which like, we don't know if the feds were going to do this or not. They said that they're going to do like compensation for some of the stuff. And the other was kind of like gray area. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, forensic and ballistic testing of seized firearms. Fucking <laughs> why? I'm not sure what the point is here. They don't. They don't already do that. Wow, I know there's a lab in like Alberta that of, does it. Yeah, but what's the point of of running like a hundred thousand seized guns through the lab? They'll never get through them all. Yeah, they'll never get through them all. Uh, licensing requirements for businesses or individuals. I don't know what this means. Yeah. This, this might be doing some heavy lifting that they don't want to talk about. A provincial firearms regulatory system that perform, that will promote the safe and responsible use of all. Uh, maybe that's doing some heavy lifting that, uh, yeah, not sure. Uh, Mike says, look who wrote it. Oh, that was for the other, that was for the liberal thing. Uh, yes, yeah, so I don't really know what that is supposed to do. It's it sounds like they're going to comply with the buyback, and they're just going to make sure that, that Saskatchewaners get like paid for it. I think. Hmm. I don't know what else to read from this. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Not sure what to read from it. Alberta is a little bit more uh, hellfire on this one. They've <laughs> been talking about. <laughs> uh, uh. What is it? Provincial Sovereignty Act uh, with yeah. Alberta, where uh, anything that affects Albertans that we just don't want to do, or is a provincial um, jurisdiction, we just won't do. Which I guess uh, firearm seizure may be provincial jurisdiction, and they'll just be like, "No, we're not doing that." Yeah, we're not doing. Yeah, that. they might have yeah. that written in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, we will see. Yeah. Did you says, see that uh, Quebec? Did Did you see that Quebec supports uh, Alberta? Becoming its own nation. <laughs> Is that like a Beaverton thing or? No, it was actually uh, whatever his name is, the leader over there. Legault? Francois Legault. Maybe. Yeah, but he had to press things in response to the Sovereignty Act and said, yeah, Alberta should hold a referendum and do that. <laughs> Interesting. He realizes where his money comes from, right? <laughs> well, and he's. Yeah, and he said, like, I mean, if they succeed, yeah, well, I'll be a little jealous, but. <laughs> uh, Jen says, maybe Saskatchewan wants the seizure to cost the feds way more by forcing the ballistics test of every seized firearm. Cash speaks, if they're going to force the cost to become more completely prohibitive. Yeah, but that, that cost isn't something that the feds are going to bear. The, pro- the provinces yeah. can't say, like, feds, you have to and analyze all these. I think like if anything, the provinces will have to do it. Um, I guess they could do, do it to like, I don't know. I, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure how to, how to, how they're going to handle that. 
Yeah. In any case, uh, CCFR legal uh, fund donations. Uh, the court date's been set April 11th to 20th. That'll be the CCFR versus Canada. Uh, join, donate, and support the CCFR. Let's get into new gun stuff. Uh, new gun stuff is brought to you by Bullseye North. Need to do boom, boomstick? Bullseye North is Canada's shooting superstore and a proud supporter of the CCFR with a wide selection of guns and top trending gear for any shooter. They have free shipping over $200. Some exclusions apply, like ammo. Subscribe to their weekly newsletter to get first access to the hottest deals. Right now, they have 10% off Vortex Optics and Canuck Shotguns. And they had a couple things that I wanted to kind of like lay out here. So hmm. uh, I'm going to go share screen that one. No, this one. Maybe I'll make it bigger so it's not so... Uh, they had a dual outdoors uh, flyway 90 automatic clay thrower for 3d4 regular price 699 it's got one. nice this is pretty Very big nice. yeah I uh, think so like if you're in the area uh go check this out because that's a hell of a deal on one of these things these are one of the ones where you like cart out like a car battery and you stick it somewhere but like this is that's a lot of clays that's a lot of uh, the other deal they had, uh, is this one. If you have a 224 Valkyrie, uh, they have some ammo for super cheap. Hornady Black, 224 Valkyrie, 75 grain, hull point boat tail, case of 10 boxes. So 200 rounds for 190 bucks. Yeah, that's... That's, that's a hell good. of a deal. That's yeah. good ammo. That's really good yep. ammo for less than a buck a round. Yeah. Like, if that was in 223, I would buy that. If they had like two, two, three ammo with that quality of like round and whatnot, I would buy it straight up. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine selling this weird version of Crusader Arms. I want to show it because it, it, it mm-hmm. looks neat. Uh, it's the mm-hmm. Crusader Arms C9 SA 9mm, 18.6 inch barrel with a Vortex Razor AMG HSO2 and a Micro 6X magnifier on a QR flip mount for 2000 bucks. Hmm. Seems like a good deal because that optic is like a thousand bucks on its own. Never yeah. mind the flip up uh, magnifier. Uh, yeah, looks kind of neat. I don't know if I would run like a six X magnifier on a nine millimeter. <laughs> like, what does a, that uh, take for mags? Uh, I don't know. It's got to be. It's got to be Glock mags. Not sure. I'm not sure which ones they take. It's hmm. got to be Glock mags though. Yeah, you would think. Looks kind of funny. It's got like a bit of a funny stock on it and rail guards and whatnot. Just looks very odd. It's like something you've never seen before. Anyways, go check those out at Wolverine Supplies. This next announcement just came through today. So AI Tactical Solutions sells like body armor and that kind of thing. And they have a new line of made in Canada ballistic plates that they're going to be selling that are manufactured Mm. right in Ontario. So they're going to be putting those out. They've got uh, level three plus. Uh, they've got uh, level four, level three plus. They've got silicon carbide and they've got steel mm. plate as well. They doing level four or just three plus? I thought I said le- saw level four there. There's level oh, four. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Silicon carbide. It's probably lighter than steel. Uh, T- Tactical Imports has their last shipment of Type 81s. The last, last shipment of Type 81s. Uh, they've got the Type Buddy <laughs> 1 LMG fixed stock, folding stock, and uh, optic ready. They're out of the Type 81 SR, the uh, Dragonoff lookalike. Uh, they're out of those, but they have all the other ones now. 
the next one I wanted to show here. SNJ uh, has a custom Savage 110 in 6.5 Creedmoor sweepstakes going on. So this is a uh, Savage uh, 110 in 6.5 Creedmoor. It's got like a fancy stock on it. It's uh, It's got a Bushnell Nitro 2.5 to 10 uh, scope. Atika Tactical Comp. It shouldn't work because it's the wrong brand, but I guess you can just yeah. screw it on there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, cool, uh, cool uh, uh, Ruger tactical rifle case. Well, this is a really mishmash of all sorts of different brands. And uh, yeah, looks pretty neat. Anyways, they got that sweepstakes. And nice. then the last one. Last week we talked about ATRS and their uh, barrels that they're making for the Ruger PC carbine. They're yeah. also making a chassis for the PC carbine. Ooh. Yeah, that looks cool. And it looks cool. like they're going to have the mag release all extended and everything's mm-hmm. in the proper spot. Mm-hmm. Nice. nice. Look how compact it is. Folding. Yeah. Everything. It's all sorts of cool there. Uh, it's going to be starting at 650 I think I saw the barrels that they had priced out. They were quite Ooh. expensive. Yeah. Hmm? Look at that mag well they put on that. Nice. Oh, yeah. Look at that. It's a big funnel humongous funnel on it might as well yeah if you're if you're gonna cut aluminum on it you might as well make like the big a big honking magwell on the stiff on the thing right i like it yeah yeah this is just like a machined up prototype that they got here but it does look pretty cool mm-hmm. and that's all we've got for new gun stuff we are ripping through the show today uh today yeah. we have no no main topic so we're just gonna keep going on and get into listener feedback uh, we've been hitting some of the Facebook comments. I'll just hit a couple of the ones that we haven't hit uh, here. Uh, just Ty was mentioning, uh, you need to read this with a tilted head. Still doesn't make any logical sense, but at least you can cry over it without getting those pages wet. <laughs> logical. Okay. Yeah. Tilted head, you cry right into the pages. Uh, and then uh, Jen was saying, uh, exactly the word capable of is concerning. Mm-hmm. Yes, on the, in terms of the mags and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Let's get on to uh, emails. Mo, did you want to take this first one from Julian? Sure will. Uh, hey, folks, I have two questions, suggestions to the show. Is there a political pundit or someone you could have on the show to outline, uh, outline our worst case scenarios and to speculate about how quickly things could move along with this bill becoming law? I know I'm still debating what to do. I hate the thought of selling my prized gear, particularly my beloved Canadian edition Shadow 2, but I don't want to be out many thousands of dollars, but I can't recover. I might sell to those gamblers you were referring to last episode. Uh, sorry to be the bearer yeah. of bad news, but your pistols yeah. are already locked. Yeah. <laughs> They're already frozen. We were talking about the other semi-autos that were under that amendment. Yeah. Our and C-41. then this uh, second question was, with the recent challenge from Alberta with the Sovereignty Act, how might this bode well for us? Could other provinces follow suit to any effect? And even if not, what would that open the door for some of us to have a place to shoot, trade, or sell gear without using a passport. Are these options that involve the U.S.? Are there options that involve the U.S. in this regard, perhaps? In short, what are our options? Hmm. Uh, there's nothing involving the U.S. in that uh, in that Sovereignty Act. Really, the Sovereignty Act mm-hmm. is just the Alberta saying you can't mess with stuff that is in our jurisdiction or else we'll ignore mm-hmm. it. That's, that's the, like, the, the Cole's notes version of that uh, of that bill. Now, firearms law is federal, but enforcement is provincial. So 
it yeah. might be the case that Alberta would just say, ah, you know, that enforcement of that, we're just not going to enforce that. Yeah. And we're not going to charge people with stuff if we find them with an SKS or something like that. Yeah. In, in terms of buying and selling, these are all like non-restricted firearms. So supposedly you could sell to someone in Alberta. I don't know if someone in Alberta should be selling to someone outside of Alberta because then that person's going to like maybe get charged. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, you're running a risk for them, I guess. Um, you could, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to say. It's hard to say without the, the, without the Alberta government's like outright saying like, we're just not going to enforce this. If they said that, then Mm -hmm. we can come to some natural conclusions. Hey, maybe you should sell your WK to someone in Alberta. And then when you come for a three gun match, you can like use it. And, uh, you know, that kind of a thing. That's what a lot of people are talking about the U S right now. If, especially if they're close to the border and they have like friends and family across the border, they're just like, nah, move them all over the, across the border. Just do your, all your shooting over there because it's just safer, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of his other question, yeah, for his other prized gear, like, yeah, the Shadow 2 is stuck with you. You can't sell it. You can't do anything with it right now. It's yours. Yeah. You could probably yeah. surrender it, but don't. Oh, no. Um, and, and, and primarily like with, with our last show, we were talking about like SKSs, M1 Garands, WKs. Like, what do you do with those? Do you sell them right now? Or, I've been watching the used market. So there were a lot of people who were trying to panic sell. They're not really reducing their prices that much. No. They're all asking like retail or even a little bit above retail right now. Yeah. Well, they're I not, I, they're I not that like panicked. I, well, yeah, I didn't cut price on mine. I mean, I put it up mm-hmm. for 1400 just because with everything that's in it but yeah there, there's a bunch that are just straight factory for like thousand bucks 1100 mm-hmm. for the gen ones they're not feeling the pinch right now yeah maybe they will at some point maybe if the amendment gets like gets into c21 because like uh, one of the other questions he's asking can you get a pundit in to see like how quickly this things could move along like it could move really yeah. quickly yeah. if the amendment gets in and they, and they push it through they could push it through in, in this yeah. month if they really want to yeah i think i saw a Someone asked Tracy about that, and she said, yeah, it, it all depends on when they decide to actually take a vote on allowing it into the amendment, and then it could it could be over real quick. Yep. Yeah. They have full support from... Uh, now, on the, end, uh, on the amendments, uh, some of the things that changed since our last show, on the amendment, uh, some of the guys on Reddit were saying that they mailed their NDP um, people, and they said... We are not going to support this. And one person said the block isn't going to support the amendment either. Because the amendment mm-hmm. has like straight up hunting rifles, single yeah. shot, yeah. bolt action hunting rifles yeah. in it. So they might not want to go forward just on that basis. Like they have no problem throwing all the semi-auto guys under the bus. But uh, yeah. they might have stopped short of those. That may be what's happening. We don't know though. Yeah, we to be, to be seen. We don't know how they're actually going to vote, Yeah. Because what, um, what they say and what they do could be two very different things. So yeah, yeah. and uh, like when it comes to the NDP, their their rural uh, members probably would like really desperately not want to get this to go through because it's going to get them on their shit list with their constituents. Mm-hmm. Um, but the urban ones don't care. Like the NDP is supporting of Bill C twenty one. So is the block. So mm-hmm. they have the votes to move it through. It's just a question of whether this amendment gets in or not. Yeah, yeah, hard to say. Hard to say what's happening. Uh, Adnan is saying in Saskatchewan, the Saskatchewan NDP sided with the SK party in opposing the amendment. Yeah, so 
We'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. That's the really the critical part here. If that amendment gets in, then they ban like a million semi-auto firearms. Uh, and if it doesn't, they only ban a few hundred thousand. <laughs> it's not better. No. No. Uh, okay. Next one here from Josh. I'll just take this one. It doesn't take long to send these. Uh, step one of the CCFR action plan complete. And he sent along pictures of envelopes. He's done his mailing. He's mailed his MPs to tell them about how bad of an idea this is. I think it's a good idea for everyone. So go to Caliber Mag. Go to their politics section. They have the letters there. Um, do your own riff off of it. Uh, you know, you, you, if, if you want to save time, just copy, paste, slap your name on it. Put it, put it in an envelope. The, it's free. You don't need to, even need a stamp on there. You can freely mail your uh, MPs and, uh, and shoot it off. The other thing to think about is to uh, mail to your counselors, mail to your um, uh, provincial uh, uh, politicians, because they might be able to do something. Like for Alberta, we, we have something we can do about that, and we can mail our provincial authorities about that. If you're in somewhere like Saskatchewan or Manitoba or BC, maybe you can do that as well. Uh, I don't have any hope that uh, anyone in Quebec would really care about this or Ontario. Mm. You can mail them anyways. Yeah. Let them know you're mad, but uh, they don't care. Do we want to talk about being polite and not coming off as a nutcase? <laughs> Please don't come across as a nutcase. Yeah. 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 It's not going to help our cause. Um, but be like factual and like, hey, I think this is what you should do about this. Yeah. They're going to send you a form letter back. So don't put too much thought mm -hmm. into it. But like, try to be simple, try to be to the point. Yeah. Jen saying, also send to the senator for your area as well. Hmm. I don't like a senator from my area, so <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're asking them uh, out for a beer. You're trying to get them to. Oh, they, uh, it's, not, <laughs> they, they, it's not gonna do shit for us. My MP, sure. My MP, like on our on side, but uh, yeah, nothing he can do about it. Uh, cool. Yeah, definitely. Write write your write your letters. Uh, we have a, an affiliate link to Cabela's on the side of slamfireradio.com, our website. By using that link to uh, help support the show, um, we'll talk about your anonymous purchases uh, once per month or ish, something like that. Some people were buying some weird stuff. Thanks to our supporters on Patreon. Uh, YouTube, do we have any interesting comments on there? Uh, we'll get them next week. We'll, we'll double up next week. Yeah, I was delayed and I didn't populate. Uh... Yeah, stuff people pointing out uh, this list indicates that even the GSG-22 long rifles will be banned as well. Mm -hmm. They're not simply sticking to centerfire rifles. No. <clears throat> even with the Irma EM-1 being banned as an M1 carbine variant, they 100% want all the guns, just going to do it one step at a time. And this is actually a very mm -hmm. giant leap that they're taking right now. Yeah. Uh, Clockwork Bike was saying, my Gersan does not cycle one-ounce target loads. Is there a recoil spring that would fix this? I guess well, we had a commenter that said that the uh, M2 recoil spring did actually help. Oh. But Maybe use the M2 recoil spring then? Maybe. It might, might be possible. They're cheap. You can buy one and try. Mm -hmm. uh, we got Tony was this. saying he's uh, honored to be mentioned in the podcast. Yeah, he had a... He had a bunch of them, but uh, here's one. This is kind of conspiracy yeah. theory level, but they can... But they can just have a team 3D printing over five round mags on demand. Designing a reliable magazine isn't easy. 3D scan and model a larger magazine isn't that hard. 
You know, um, on gun posts, there's a guy that's selling um, like mags for expensive or uh, deprecated firearms, uh, and they're th- they're all three D printed. He's got stuff like uh, Tika T3 mags. He's got uh, Rem 73 mags. Some like mm. extended that kind of a thing. Oh yeah, uh, and they're all just three D printed. It is like a legitimate thing. You can three D print mags, and it's a it's good because like <laughs> there's some there's some firearms where like the replacement mags are super expensive because they don't make them anymore, uh. right? Imagine just 3D printing new ones. Yeah. It's also saying everyone run Troy's pump AR. I believe then they would say this thing can be run at speed illegal. Well, just for the fact rapid that it's... Fire. Rapid fire. Yeah, is rapid fire. Rapid fire. Australia. And the rapid yeah. fire doesn't get defined. It's just like, eh, I don't know. Lever action shotgun pump. Oh, that's rapid yeah. fire. It's all rapid, rapid fire. fire. Yeah. yeah. You're shooting it faster than I like. Mm. <laughs> that's basically what it is. Yeah. Tony was saying, is it just me or does Ballastol have a unique smell to it? I do like it on the exterior firearms. Not Oh, we mentioned that last week. Yeah. No. I'm already too far down here. Adam uh, was saying some of the uh, liberal MPs responses to the liberals are apparently all scripted. Uh, we're hoping that some would grow a spine and question this ludicrous amendment, but they can't speak against their master's wishes. Yeah. yeah the, the, the politicians oh, yeah. will script the, uh, the responses. Mike was mentioning that the Serbu Buffmaster is on the list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we covered yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was mentioned. Yeah, awesome. Uh, nothing on Instagram, no Facebook reviews or anything like that. If you'd like to email the show, send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. And if you'd like to help with uh, supporting the show, go to patreon.com slash slamfireradio and help us there. Uh, new supporters, Shane and Travis. I don't know if I got your addresses. If you're around us, if you're going to go to a gun show or something like that, just give us a heads up and we'll bring some patches and stickers for you. Uh, and we're almost done our packing lists for Patreon. So if you're on Patreon, we're going to be uploading like Excel packing lists that have all the things that we pack up to take to the range. Shout outs or recommendations? Uh you know, I'll shout out the uh, Tracy and Rod for that press conference they they held the other day. Awesome. Very good. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. I would say my shout out is to everyone sending letters because uh, you know every little bit helps. So squeaky wheel gets a grease. That's the yeah. sad and for the reason why special interest groups get their get their way is because they're just a pain in the ass for politicians. We just have mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Good point. Yep. Yeah. All right. With that, uh, check us out at Gunners Canada. Like us on Facebook. Give us a review on Facebook. Maybe we'll read it on the show. Join the CCFR, and we will see you next week. See you next week. Good night, Kelly. Good night, Dave. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over. It's time to get a gun